Hey guys, welcome back to the Slightly Chaotic IndiaCast. We are your hosts, Tyler Rolsey and Logan King, and we are so excited um, to dive into the Type 6, everything you can know about the Loyalists. These guys are so wonderful to know and to just love on, and so we can't wait to get into what we have um, to say today. we're so excited okay so sixes are probably one of the most on the enneagram that is the most misunderstood because they Mm -hmm. sixes are so confusing um they have a lot of duality to them and a lot of like hot and cold or sweet and sour and so i'm really excited to jump into that today so let me tell you a little bit about the six they are the loyalists they are committed they are security oriented engaging responsible anxious and suspicious um really to them they are the most okay this type is the most um outwardly seen as fearful um it has something to do with that they're in the fear fear triad but um really they like everything they do is in preparation to combat the fear that they feel and another thing is with them like trust is everything so if any of these things sound like you then keep on listening all right ty you want to give us some of the basics yeah. Okay. So the six, their basic desire is to have security and support. So like Logan said, um, that fear comes from, you know, not, um, being secure. And so they really just have this desire, um, you know, to, to be, to be right where they are, you know, they want to make sure that they're in a spot that's, that's safe and not dangerous. Um, and so they're a bit guidance. Um, and so they really just put their trust, um, in, you know, their good friends, their people that are going to support them. Um, and so they're very picky about what friends they have, um, because they know that without, you know, those friendships, um, you know, it, it won't, it won't be healthy for them. Um, or so they think, and so they really put that trust, um, in their friends. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, I think that no matter what you're winging, no matter what your subtype sixes are very warm people. Um, and so they really just desire relationships with other people and although they sometimes they can seem because of all their fear and anxiety within them or like kind of like creeping up that they can kind of seem standoffish but really they just desire security in other people and um that's just very like outwardly expressive and mm-hmm. so let's so okay in the Enneagram, we know that everybody is connected, and this is obvious by looking at it. The figure we can see it's a nine-pointed uh, figure, and there are lines connecting them. So each of these lines, each number has two lines, and it is a growth and stress pattern. So, Tyler, let's get into that. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So um, the three, six, and nine—they are, you know, this unique stress and growth pattern um, kind of triad because they don't 
they they only go to those other two you know the other two types um so the three um you know they go to the nine and the six the nine goes to the six and the three and the six in Mm. stress um goes to the three so when they um start to go in this path of disintegration or stress they um become very competitive and arrogant um like a three and you know that that can seem like those two words competitive competitive and arrogant can seem um you know very um negative which you know in in path of stress that's a lot of times what it is but they can also you know that arrogance can also um can also mean that they are more self-affirming and um and just you know they yeah self-affirming and independent people um like the three and so that's in their path of stress and in their their path of integration or growth um they pull the traits from the type nine and so they can become very um more they can become more relaxed and optimistic um like the wonderful wonderful type nine So my mom is a type six, so I'm very close to a type six. And the biggest thing that I see whenever she is going in the path of disintegration is with the three, which this can be a good thing or a bad thing, but she just gets gets hyper task oriented to the mm-hmm. point where like nothing else matters and she has to finish this task before anything else. And that's kind of opposite from a six because sixes, um, they kind of are just easily distractible people. But, like, I think whenever they go into that, uh, like, their way of coping almost is, like, whenever they're going in their path of disintegration, it's just a hyper-focus in on one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then with the with the path of uh, integration with the nine, I think this is cool because the six, um, they kind of have a black and white thinking, kind of like a one, but not really. They do, they really do um, do a lot of research and preparation of what they actually believe. And then... So the type nine is known for always seeing like every side of the argument and always seeing everybody's perspective. So it's mm-hmm. a really cool thing from seeing somebody who um, only sees like black and white to kind of seeing yeah. like that everybody has good and bad to them and everybody, um, you know, is not perfect and all that stuff. Um, and then like sixes are kind of high strung sometimes. And so it's fun to see them kind of more like relaxed and easygoing and everything. Yeah. But yeah, very obvious with the path mm-hmm. of integration is in disintegration with sixes. Yeah. So going on to the levels of development, um, the six at their healthiest, they become self-affirming and trusting of self and others. Um, and they belief, their belief in self leads to true courage, positive thinking, leadership, um, and rich self-expression. So, you know, the healthy levels always, you know, sound really, really awesome. But I don't know. This is just one that kind of just seems so cool, like the potential they have. You know, they just are very bright people. You know, they they show a lot of joy. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. And so I think that's really cool in healthy sixes. Um, going into the average levels, they kind of put all their time and energy into, you know, what they think um is safe and stable and so they they really are searching for something um that 
is is not going to cause you know a lot of concern for them they they want to be able um to know um that they are protected um and so and by the way this is not only like you know physical like protection like you're not going to like you know somebody's not going to like harm you yeah. type that it's it's also like emotional um like emotional support and so they they want to they're they're sure like in relationships you know six aren't sixes are kind of more of those hesitant people because they you know they don't want to get hurt um because you know that a lot of times can happen in relationships um that just aren't like well you know thought of um is that the they can a lot of times you know have a lot of hurt and so the six um Mm -hmm. they put a lot of energy into really finding um stability and so i think that's a lot of times why sixes don't mind you know um the singleness or um just being by themselves or you know because they really are just trying to find stability and so they don't they don't need this you know excess of friends and stuff because um you know they don't believe in that type stuff they believe in just a, a few true friendships is enough for them um just as long as you know they get that support um, from them and then going into the mm-hmm. unhealthy levels I think that, oh i was just gonna say this is fast that because trust is such a big deal with sixes that um and they're working so hard to figure out who they can actually trust it kind of sounds a lot like a five like we were talking about last week but just like how they work so hard to actually find those people that they can actually be emotionally um open with that if that person ever um makes them feel unsafe or like emotionally like hurts them it's going to be so hard for sixes to um grow and like get over that because that like that's the thing that like you do not want to hurt a six if they open up to you because that's when you really know that you've like created that deep relationship with them and I think because sixes are so careful about who they create their relationships with that's why sixes really do have um such strong and like Mm. beautiful relationships with other people because there's a lot more um um, hesitation before jumping into them Mm -hmm. so the unhealthy levels of the type six they um when not even when they they like have a relationship that has ruined their security but even like just fearing that um because they're in the um the fear mm-hmm. triad they get you know hypersensitive and panicky um about this so they um a lot of times will see themselves um, as defenseless and um yeah and so they always they try to seek this you know stronger authority type thing so i think this is the time where honestly this is a really beautiful thing about the sixes you know they will seek help from not just their not their friends but um you know but like authority authority people in authority over them like their parents or like their boss um or most importantly you know god seeking um wisdom from the lord um so which I think is a really beautiful thing about the unhealthy levels is that that's not necessarily a bad thing is that they're, um, you know, they're seeking, um, wisdom from the Lord. Um, but it's, you know, where Mm -hmm. in the healthier levels, you know, they, they're, they're doing that 
and feeling support um, from their from other people. Um, and so, you know, basically in the unhealthy levels, they lose all of that support and stuff. And they're really the only thing they can cling to um, is the Lord, which you can find in any unhealthy level is that um, it kind of just strips down True. every um, part about their type and where actually the Lord is at, at the center of it. And you can clearly see that that's the only thing um, there in the unhealthy level. So. <laughs> the way I see an unhealthy six is becoming an extreme conspiracy theorist. Sixes mm. are incredibly skeptic. They're they're so they're so skeptical and um <laughs> they're kind of known for always like you know questioning authority and and the whole world's out to get me. But mm-hmm. I think in an unhealthy level, they'll like fall into that thing that like, okay, a healthy six is going to say, I know, I know, I think the world is out to get me, but it's really not. And I'm prepared for whatever comes. An unhealthy six is going to say the world is out to get me. And um, I need to figure out every way that it is out to get me and know how to fight it. And they're just kind of like this, like this, they'll be more like uh, rebellious and more like mutiny and like you know stick it to them and part of the man all this stuff and so um anyway that's just yeah. one way to tell if you're no. uh in an unhealthy level at the moment yeah i think um i think like an unhealthy six or kind of an average six you know i think that with this whole coronavirus stuff they're either like super paranoid about it and like they won't touch oh anything gosh. or there'll be those people that think that the whole thing is a hoax and they're like Oh, this is yes, like, <laughs> absolutely. Th- this disease is not actually doing anything, so they're eager. Um, but you know, a wise six would actually do the research and realize, um, you know, this is a deal. Like people are dying from this, but um, you know, a healthy six might not even care about the research oh, and Lord. just be like, yeah, this whole thing is just a conspiracy that people are, you know, just catching the flu or whatever. But I don't know. Those just kind of Hi. a thing a six might be when this whole thing was starting. We were in Colorado, so we were in Colorado during spring, at the end of spring break, <laughs> and then we heard that our, or our that our school was going to be closed for another week, mm-hmm. and we had a flight leaving the next day. My six mom just about had a heart attack. She was <laughs> like, "The plane, the plane. We're not going to leave Colorado. We're going to be stuck in Colorado for the entire rest of the year. Like, oh we're gosh. never leaving. What are we going to do?" But she did fine. She did great. <laughs> Me and my dad had to just. <laughs> keep reminding her that it was going to be okay but um yeah it's really just just kind of funny that's funny i think oh, it's man. i think it's really strange because like it's so interesting you know because so my brother's a six um but i feel like i don't see a lot of that panic in him it more it might it most likely is Ooh, more of yeah. that internal panic um which um mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. But, like, it's just not like, you know, he doesn't, like, show it a lot. And so I think that's why, like, we had a hard time. Like, I had a hard time, like, you know, trying to type him or whatever. Like, my mom and I have, like, um, you know, we we type all our family members and stuff um, just for fun. And so, but, um, but yeah, I was just, like, kind of wondering about it. Um, but, like, I clearly see everything else, you know, about him and just like why he's a six but like you know mm-hmm. kind of the main one like the panic and stuff i didn't really see that so either you know he's a really healthy six which i don't doubt at all 
um, or he, mm-hmm. um, you know, he just kind of processes that internally um, and doesn't like show mm-hmm. that um, panic. Um, but, you know, he still has it. So, anyways. Yeah, for sure. Um, who knows if that has to do with the wings or subtypes or whatever. Maybe yeah. Joel's just like the most healthy dude ever. Go Joel, honestly. <laughs> Go Joel. I mean, if Joel were to ever listen to this podcast, which he probably won't, but he probably wouldn't. Can this just be a fan fan podcast for Joel? <laughs> <laughs> we just change our name to to and my mom. Um, <laughs> that would be so funny. They wouldn't even notice. Actually, your mom would, but Joel wouldn't. They wouldn't. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, let's move on. (laughs) Yeah, would you like to move us um, into the thinking center? Yes. Okay, so sixes are the most obvious head type. So let me let me take a step back. So we know that there are three different centers. There's a thinking, feeling, and doing center. So this can also mean the head, gut, or heart center. So right now we are in the thinking center or the head center. So um this center is the five, six, and seven. So we are smack dab in the middle with the six. And um, they their preferred center is thinking. So this is kind of like how people process things. So their first response to anything is, okay, let me let me think this through. However, every number has a repressed center. So what's interesting about the six is their repressed center is also thinking. So sixes mm-hmm. will think and think and think, but it won't be um, helpful thinking. You know, some of it will be if they're in a healthy level, but like most of their thinking will not be productive, you know? So that's why you'll see a lot of unhealthy sixes just in their heads, just overthinking and analyzing. And that's when that fear creeps in. So um, every number in this thinking center um, has the fear or has their their specific um some people say enemy or feeling or whatever is fear. So that's their primary emotion is fear. And so these sixes, that's what they first do. They they think and they think and they overthink and it's not productive. And then that fear creeps in. However, every number also has a um, deadly sin, some people call it. And the sixes deadly sin is fear. And that is very rare to have your deadly sin and your primary emotion being the same. So you're, mm-hmm. you're um, thinking preferred, you're thinking repressed, you're primary emotion is fear and your deadly sin is fear so it's just a lot of this is where that duality comes in you yeah. know sixes are like just like a ping so pong complicated ball. because yes <laughs> oh my Go gosh that's a forth. great way to explain a seven or a six's head it's just like thinking and thinking and going back and forth and back and forth and back mm-hmm. and forth and nobody is winning because anyway <sighs> Anyway, they're so interesting, but I think uh, understanding the um, the centers are extremely important in understanding a six. Um, yeah, I think that's all I got about that. But I think extremely, extremely important. I think one of the funniest things about the six is that it's almost like they're the most obvious type because <laughs> because everybody gets so caught up on like not knowing which type they are they're like oh they're both strong Mm -hmm. and weak they're both defenders and provokers um they're aggressive and passive you know they like people don't understand which type they could be um but it's like 
you're looking there, you know, they're looking too closely at it. Like if you just take this big step back, you're like the duality, like that's the six. And, um, I don't know. I just think like, (laughs) if they just, if people just took a step back and weren't looking so closely, um, into Mm -hmm. like, you know, what type they are, you know, they would probably see that that person's a six. Yeah. What's really funny is a lot of my friends who, um, have come to me being like, okay, can you help me try to figure this out or whatever? Um, don't think that they're a six when they are. I feel like sixes are one of those numbers that, um, if you're looking at the Enneagram, you just kind of like, oh, I don't think I'm that number or whatever. But like, if you take a closer look and you are that number, you're like, oh my gosh, <laughs> like absolutely. Mm-hmm. But I think it might take a little bit more investigation to yeah. figure it out because sixes are so complicated and they're so warm and they're so friendly that sometimes that That's fear, true. even though you it's a core motivation, it's hard to see it as a core motivation. Yeah. You All right. Get well, us into the are wings? we ready to jump into the wings? Yep. Yes, absolutely. So remember that your wing is always adjacent to your core number. So, for example, a six can either wing five or seven. Um, you can't wing any other number besides that. So let's jump into the six wing five. These guys are called the defenders. They are more introverted and they're more likely to play devil's advocate, with especially with authority. If authority says something, they're going to say okay, but they're going to poke holes in it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, they, this is my mom to a T, they are solving problems by obtaining information. Um, so <laughs> somebody asked me the other day, what are your mom's hobbies? And I literally was like, oh, researching. <laughs> like, not even joking. <laughs> my mom loves researching and she loves That's information so and stuff like that. And like, knowing my mom, she's like a she's so funny and she's so like lighthearted and friendly and all that stuff so a lot of people might see her as a six wing seven but like she is such a six wing five and that is um, so she told me this she told me the story yeah about how she accepted christ and she she okay so she grew up in a church and all that stuff and um but it wasn't until she was in college and she went to um the church that we're at now and she saw like looked around and like saw people like worshiping like really getting into it and she was like like what like I've never really felt that and she was like well I've never really investigated Christianity right and so it wasn't until she did all the research and she looked at the information (laughs) and it wasn't until like she um believed her own way like Mm -hmm. she had to get the information before it to actually click you know and so that is just like such a six wing five way of accepting christ (laughs) you know it was it wasn't just like all emotions and it wasn't just um experiences it was actually her like carefully taking it taking the bible apart and putting it back together and actually understanding it um another thing with the six wing five is they see safety in numbers so they're the type that will see organizations and want to be part of organizations. They're, um, they really love that group feel and like they kind of see like, okay, if a bunch of people are doing this one thing, if I do it too, then um, it's the right thing to do and I'm going to be safe in this group of people. And mm-hmm. um, they're going to kind of they're going to kind of want to stay. That's going to become their uh, comfort zone. 
and they're going to want to stay within their comfort zone. It's going to be kind of hard for them to leave groups that they have built that security in. Another thing is the six wing five, they're extremely suspicious <laughs> and uh, maybe, maybe a little bit more the conspiracy theorist, but they uh, are more likely to split people up into good and bad or yeah, because think about that. If they're in a group, like we were talking about a second ago, like that group that they feel secure in and that they believe that this is like the right way to do things and everything, they're going to see anybody outside of that group as like they don't understand. And like they just they just don't have all the facts and they're not, you know, like they're technically bad or whatever. I don't think really yeah. sticks to see people as like bad people, but just like they just don't understand, you know, mm-hmm. Um they're more likely than the six wing seven to start a mutiny. <laughs> they're more likely to kind of question authority and um, kind of um, get a group together to go and go against the um, authority if they see yeah. that as the right thing to do. Um, but yeah, the really the primary thing with the six wing five is that they need information um, in order to uh, solve problems and they think that if they finally obtain enough information, um, like they're, they're never gonna have another problem in their life or whatever. And so, uh, like a thing with my mom especially is like, she has to know, um, when you know enough, I think that's a thing with sixes, Mm -hmm. like no matter your subtype or no matter your wing, but just like, you got to know when you know enough, because if you don't, if you feel like you never know enough, you're never going to start like on any project or anything you're doing especially like the sixes like they always you know they always need to like know um in order to be sure that they're like they're secure and so you know especially with the six week Mm -hmm. five who just always wants to know more i think that's especially like important for them to just kind of realize you know like this this is enough information um for me to you know want to dive into this or get in um to this certain yeah um thing because if they don't they will literally be searching forever um to find the right thing um mm-hmm. so yeah yeah for sure okay let's move on to the other side of the six which is the six wing seven these guys are called the buddy you're you're combining um the loyalist with the enthusiast. So that is going to create a very um, like most likely extroverted person and a very warm and friendly person. These guys are a little bit more assertive than the six wing five. And they're more likely to kind of do their own thing or kind of go their own way. The, the sixes, <laughs> this is a huge thing with sixes. Um, they need a, a second opinion to do like anything because they kind of always feel um like okay you know how we were talking about how sixes just trust is a hard thing for them like sixes don't even trust themselves you know like until they become really healthy sixes don't even trust themselves so they always want more um opinions and like help and stuff like that for them to feel secure Mm -hmm. and so the six wing seven is more likely to not really uh need a second opinion on like what they're wearing or like an option or whatever just not that they don't need that but a little bit less likely to need that than the six wing five um they're they are more family and friends oriented and so the five the six wing five is more likely going to 
um, see the problems of the world and see what's going on with um, like politically or just anything. They're going to kind of see the bigger picture problems, but the six wing seven is more likely going to kind of stay in their own world. So they're going to say, what are the problems within my family and within my friends? And mm-hmm. um, they're just more like personal, like they're going to kind of like sixes yeah. will always kind of uh, uh, worry about like what's going, like, what's wrong or whatever, but these guys will kind of stay more within their own world and their own worldview and all that stuff. Yeah. They are more personable uh they're usually pretty funny people and these are the guys that are most likely going to be self-deprecating and use humor to point out their fears and Mm -hmm. the six wing five is more likely to be like wow i'm like afraid about i'm like i'm fearful about that but um i'm not gonna like i might talk about it but i'm not gonna like i don't know bring light or shed light on that the six six point seven is gonna like point it out and make jokes about it and be like wow (laughs) like i'm such a scary cat or blah blah blah. um and there's they're a lot more like lighthearted. yeah um they they really value honoring their promises and commitments because you know they're the loyalists they're the buddy they really care about their people and their group and they're like really close friends and they've worked really hard to um obtain these super close friendships that they know they can trust and that they know that they can emotionally open up to and so uh they really do create amazing support groups and because of that they feel like um, if they don't honor and uh, honor their promises and commitments like like why would their friends do the same back to them you know yeah Um, Um, they can look a lot like a seven yeah sorry i was just gonna say something um no for sure my yeah so just today we were out doing some exploration because uh, we were feeling um very adventurous um but anyways we were out and my brother was there and um and some of his friends and some of my friends and we and so this one kid Joel Joel's friend he like cut his hand open and so um and you know uh, and so it ended up that he needed to get stitches and stuff. Um, but Joel was the one driving him to the ER. And I was like, that is such oh, a classic no. six. Like, that is the buddy right there. <laughs> six wing seven. That is like, yep. you know, such a such a buddy move to, you know, be the person to drive somebody to the such ER when they slice their hand open. But, uh, yep. yeah. <laughs> yep. Okay, so these guys, they might look like a lot like a seven, but um, they bring a lot more caution to a seven, and um, they're going to need that second opinion, like I said. And then they're also, these guys might be more likely to procrastinate because they're fearful um, that they know enough or that they don't, they're not prepared enough to even start or they're afraid of like failing and all that stuff. So, yep, that's all I got on the wings. They're pretty cool. All right. Well, if that's all you got on the wings, then, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for not only your favorite part, but Logan's favorite part and my favorite part, the wonderful world of the subtypes. (laughs) Hyphen the sub. Thank you, Tyler, for that wonderful intro. Okay, looking at my notes. Sorry. Wow, Tyler, thank you so much. Hey, happy to help. (laughs) You did so good. (laughs) Happy to help. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay. 
if you haven't caught on by now, that's definitely an inside joke between me and Tyler. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, okay. I'm gonna try to keep this semi-brief, but I got a lot of information. But we're about to stuff. open a lot of doors, so... baby. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So remember, I. Okay, a lot of people hold off on the subtypes because it's kind of a more um, advanced thing in the Enneagram, whatever. I think they're super important because they are so vastly different within each number. And so you can really um, kind of, if, if you don't really fit in with every aspect of this number, these subtypes will um, really open your eyes to what type you actually might be because they're very different. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are three different subtypes. There's self-pres, social, and intimate. And let's get into each one of those. So we're going to start with the self-pres. These are the warm sixes. They're the friends, and they really do lead with kindness first. These guys can look a lot like a two or a seven. Um, they kind of test their relationships to see if they are reliable. And this is mainly by like <laughs> asking questions they already know answers to or just like, like, what's my favorite? They'll ask like, what's my favorite color? Just to see if you actually know, because they want to know if you're actually that close. Um, they are the most actively fearful. Um, they're very indecisive. They, oh my gosh, so my mom is this type. And uh, they, in my notes it says, there's always room for doubt. And let me tell you, as a seven, I don't like bringing doubt into a lot of my decisions. And so sometimes... When I am 100% sure about something, my mom asks the question, are you sure? Or like, do you really want to do that? And it like kind of crushes my spirit. Like, like <laughs> I hate I it so know. much. I know it's her just trying to protect me. But it's like, like, like I, I, like, I really like my shirt that day or something. And like, or I'm or at a store and I'm like buying something. And she's like, are you sure that's the right color? Are you sure you like this? And I'm like, yes, I literally, I love it. Like, Anyway, so she kind of brings me down to earth sometimes. <laughs> she will always ask me, are you sure? Is this really what you want to do? Um, let's see. They are the most likely to network and create alliances um, and like really close friendships because they really want that support. And here's the thing with these guys, especially they're going to say, I'm going to give support to you. So you will give support back to me. And honestly, that can sound a lot like a two. Um, that kind of like if you do, if I do for you, you, it's kind of like, I expect you to do it back to me, mm-hmm. you know, um, they, they honestly do kind of have a lot of anger, but they almost feel guilty for feeling it sometimes. And so these guys really work to suppress their anger. I think that's kind of a common thread within the self-preservation um, subtype, but sixes, they really don't want to come off as angry people. And so they they will work very hard to suppress it um until like (laughs) it explodes and stuff like that um and so (laughs) this is funny they are they will almost go off on people and almost blow up because they're gonna be in a meeting or they're gonna be um, talking to somebody and somebody will like really make them upset and a lot of times their brain is gonna say all right I know that was wrong or I don't I don't um agree with that and then uh, but they're they're not going to want to actually like voice their opinions sometimes. But afterward, they will voice their opinions to their close friends or whatever because mm-hmm. um, I don't know that th- they actually trust those people. Yeah. These guys, um, they will need a second opinion, and they it's hard for them to feel confident 
outwardly they want to look confident and they do look confident, but inwardly they're always second guessing and it's hard for them to land on an answer because they're always reevaluating. Oh my mm-hmm. word. Yes. They constantly believe that like th- them themselves cannot come up with an answer because even if they figure out a situation, they're going to say, even if they believe it's the best answer, they're going to say, um, what if there was something better though? Yeah. Like there's, cause they always believe that there is something better. And so it's really hard for them to, kind of settle down um on what's the right thing to do uh, they let's see what else um they're always looking for things that could go wrong they want very desperately to be safe they can look like a outwardly they're very warm and caring and uh but inwardly they are just there's just like a storm brewing inside of them <laughs> um and so uh, just because of all that thinking and fear and all that stuff. And they, um, <laughs> they're more likely to be the sweet and sour type mm-hmm. and the can flip on a dime because, oh my gosh, because like outwardly they are very sweet, very sweet. And, but inwardly there's just so much like turmoil and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. um, they are usually good in a crisis. Um, like you were saying, sixes are good in crisis because they're always operating at this sense of well, crisis mode. So, like, mm-hmm. if you're always operating like something's going to go wrong, you should be prepared if something actually goes wrong. And yeah, I had this good conversation with my mom today because I've never, I've never quite felt like this is her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but let me tell you, she is so good in situations that she has prepared for. So she thinks that something's going to go wrong and she's, like, emotionally prepared for that. She's amazing in a crisis. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it's something that she's not expecting, she is the worst. Okay. Um, I know I don't probably have time for this, but I think it's so funny. So whenever I was younger, I learned how to do a front flip on a trampoline and I thought it was the coolest thing ever. So I spent like all day at, I know, at my neighbor's house just doing flips. I was probably uh, 12 and I had braces at the time. Anyway, um, I just a little fact over and over and over and over again. No, 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 no. (laughs) It plays into the story. Oh, Okay. (laughs) My hair was way, long at the time. I was uh, wearing a torch. By the way, I didn't have my ears pierced yet. Um, my my toenails were painted pink. I was wearing a uh, retro um, gray Southwood uh, youth shirt. Okay, 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 okay. Just kidding. Anyway, <laughs> okay, so I was like, you know, me a seven being like, oh my gosh, I'm so tired, but I can do one more flip. My mom was like, come home. And I was like, watch this bet. So I did a front flip, but my legs were so tired because I had been jumping on the trampoline all day that my legs crumpled and I smacked my front teeth (gasps) on my uh, knee. Like when I came down, like my legs just buckled and I just ate it. And um, I was freaking out because, listen, like I loved my (laughs) braces. I didn't love my braces, but I was really excited to get my braces off because I like my teeth. Okay. And I was like terrified that this whole incident was going to like mess up my mouth. Right. And so I go home, there's like blood everywhere. And my braces are like cut my lip. That was really the important thing about braces. It wasn't that important. (laughs) Okay. Anyway. So my mom was like, Oh my gosh, Oh my gosh, Oh my gosh. So she like sits me down on the couch with the ice pack and like, um, up front, everything seemed okay, and she was like very, very great. And 
I'm like freaking out on the couch, right? And I think everything's okay. I'm starting to calm down. But I hear out of the corner of my ear, my dad's name is Alan. She goes, oh my gosh, Alan, what if her teeth fall out? What if her teeth literally die because she hit them so hard and they're, they're going to fall out and oh my gosh, her braces are and like just just a worst case scenario and so i'd like started to calm down and i just hear all of these bad things and my teeth are about to fall out and so i start like freaking out again and both of us were just crying oh no anyway karen <laughs> we love her anyway very sixth thing to do really from like outwardly great at crisis inwardly Worst case scenario all the time. Ron, random fact, Ron Weasley is probably this type. Okay, oh, let's move on to social. <laughs> uh, these are the types that are going to be a more stickler for the rules because they're going to believe that if I follow all of the rules, then I'm going to be safe. You know, yeah. so like their security blanket is the rules. Mm, and this does sound like a lot like a one. And I think they can probably mistype as a one. But the one... Uh, One's inwardly, like, they look internally to know what is right and wrong because they have a very strong moral compass. But the sixes, they don't really do that. They're more of, um, like, I'm going to, like, find the people that I think have, like, a right or wrong. Or, or they're, they're the type of people to, like, kind of find their book of morals. So, like, that, I mean, this could be, like, if you're religious, this could be, like, the Bible or your religious book. Or this could be, um, like, a political party or like literally whatever they're gonna kind of like um find their they're gonna create their own book of rules and see anybody that doesn't follow their uh, set of rules as wrong and they're gonna say okay i'm just gonna stick to this because this is what makes me feel safe mm -hmm. they hate uncertainty so they're kind of the more black and white um six however this the self-pres six there's a there's a ton of uncertainty in the self press six because they they rarely ever have uh, internal certainty because yeah. they're always you know picking apart things and never really settling for an answer. So these guys are um, definitely different. They are not as they're not very spontaneous, and these guys can be a little bit harsh or judgmental, especially if you're not following their set of rules that they've created for themselves. Um, uh, let's see. These guys can maybe become too sure of themselves, um, a little bit overconfident, or can become the true believer, um, you know, just because of that whole thing of, like, these are my set of rules, and they can kind of be, like, a stickler for the rules, and maybe a little bit more traditional, or um, they love, um, what's the word, tradition, they love tradition anyway. Yeah. Um, maybe Oscar from The Office, but sure. I think that's all I have on socials they're interesting let's see all right last one the intimate six so these are called the strong six or the counter six remember so every number has a counter subtype so for these guys it's the intimate six and this is because they're gonna fight back they're the most counterphobic so this means um you know how six is their first response is fear uh, these guys are going to say, okay, I feel the fear. I'm going to run away from it and I'm going to do everything in my power to fight that fear yeah. and fight that internal um, urge to that fall intensity. into that. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. So these guys can look a little bit like an eight. They really want to appear strong and bold because they, they really do 
have a lot of fear, but they don't want to see themselves motivated by fear. And they don't want anybody else to realize that they are motivated by fear. And they really do have that um, internal thing that's pointing to pointing them towards fear Mm -hmm. they especially have a hard time trusting other people they can be the outspoken rebels risk takers they um are not afraid of resistance um okay so one thing i want to talk about before we kind of close this whole thing is um I, i i like to call it the the phobic line so think of it like this this is for every six out there maybe we should have put this at the beginning because really this is a big part of the six um the just type six is the fear lines so think about this like this so there's a line and on one side of the line it's the phobic type and then on the other side line it's the counterphobic type so every day sixes decide in any situation where they're going to land because this is where this is where that duality comes in because sixes can either be the most fearful type in the entire Enneagram or the most rebellious type on the, on the Enneagram, depending mm. on what, how they feel that day. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, and you're not just stuck in one place. This like, this thing kind of, you're a dot on this line and you're moving constantly depending on the situation you're in. Like one ping day, pong, um, you may be, yeah, it's ping pong. And like, so like one day you might be um, afraid of, one situation so you're just um gonna internalize it and oh my gosh oh my gosh oh my gosh and then like the next day you might wake up and be like well we might as well do something about it let's fight the power and let's start a rebellion blah 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 blah. yeah that's that's why you can't assume anything with a six you know you can't assume they just like one thing or like another thing it's because like you know if you say if you bring that up like say they you know had a fear of snakes or something this is really a dumb example but um all my examples are dumb so um (laughs) say they had a fear of snakes and like you remember that and the next time like you're going out and you see a snake and you're like you're like you're like i got this dude and he's like i I was like no no i got it he's like no no no. i know you're afraid of i know you're afraid of snakes he's like what it's like yeah he just picks up the snake snake with a bare hand what are you talking about Honestly, I'm literally yeah. sixes. <laughs> if he was a intimate six, yes. then he would be that you know competitive. He'd pick it up and grab it, stare it right in the face. Yeah. Anyways, but like yeah, you can't ever assume anything with a six. Yeah. Uh, and so I think what I wanted to bring up with the subtypes is I think these subtypes kind of fall along these lines. So um, I think that the self pres their first inkling is to jump to the phobic type, and then they'll move on from that. So like. Their first uh, response is, okay, I'm going to be fearful, but then they're not afraid to go to the counterphobic type. And then I think that the social kind of lands somewhere in the middle and can kind of go either way. And then this intimate type, the strong six is going to be the one that their first inkling is to go to the counterphobic and then work their way to the phobic. So Mm -hmm. it really is just depending on your type and um, how you're feeling that day. (laughs) Really. It's kind of like the weather. Yep. What? <laughs> kind of like the weather. Wait, I mean, what? You know, like nobody like knows how the weather works. You know, it just. Okay. Yes, I, I agree. Mean, if you. you're, I'm sorry. If you're, <laughs> if you're a meteorologist listening to this, then I'm sorry, but I don't know. I just feel like weather reporting is. Like, I feel like there's a level, you know, where you're like, if it rains, okay, clearly you mm-hmm. can see if clouds are moving and if they're getting heavy. 
But like, you know, there's another thing like that you just can't guess. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm going Actually, on I've heard a lot of sixes are probably No, there a lot of sixes are, uh I've heard are probably weather people and news reporters. You know, that makes sense why they to, you know, why they like, give a bunch of bull crap. What's going on? Just kidding. Okay. No. <laughs> Just kidding. You hear that sixes? <laughs> no. Not okay. Okay. Oh um, my gosh. Yeah, we should probably close this now before uh, anything else happens that should be before we unsaid. insult all the sixes in the world. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and they create a rebellion and kill us. Yeah. All right. Um. Yeah. That was great. Um. Yeah, we love you sixes, um, except for Joel. Hate him. Just kidding. <laughs> um, God. Yeah, sixes are awesome. Um, super great, super great friends. They um, they just are really great people to go and talk to um, and just be able to um, share your story with them and to just talk about um, whatever's on your mind. And so those guys are really great. Um, anyways, thanks for listening to our podcast. Um, today we can't wait to get back to y'all next week with the type seven going into Logan's type. Hopefully that might be a two hour long episode. I'm not sure, but, <laughs> um, I'm so scared. yeah, anyways, we are chaotic. <laughs> We're slightly chaotic. So, um, you know, it could be a two hour episode. It could not. So, uh, anyways, stick around for next week. Definitely won't be because yeah, I'm the one editing and I will cut it. No, seven can have that much attention span. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, anyway, guys, we love you. Um, yeah, have a wonderful week.